Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We glorify you. Lord, I ask, oh God, that your wisdom, your wisdom will rest on us right now. In the name of Jesus, your wisdom, your strength, the instructions of a learned tongue will rest upon us right now, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, I want to read from John. I just want to introduce that and then we'll talk. Beloved, I wish, I want to touch on finances. I want to touch on finances. I think the time is too short to do a detailed work on finances. And that's because the prayer for Nigeria took us longer than we planned. I believe we just follow the spirit. Praise God. I think Nigeria is critical in the heart of God at this time. And I think that when the Nigerian government, the Nigerian nation gets it right, we will not need to be praying too much about finances. There are just some things that you, you, you go to the West, you don't hear all these prayers about too much finances. I don't like the way they live. Don't get me wrong. I don't like the complete and total dependence on the system. I like a life outside the system. But even if you want to live outside the system, it will be easy for you to plan. Because the roads are good. So you can plan your movement from point A to point B. It will take me 10 minutes. You can achieve so much more in a day there than here. Because of the frustration of just movement. Or the non-functioning network. Or you install Wi-Fi in your house, you expect it to work and do certain things. When you need it desperately, it's not working. Okay? You have mechanics repair your car. They would take a wrong part and put a wrong part into the, the car for you. So your car can be destroyed because of a mechanic. Now, some of these problems are not there. That's the truth. So many things that we pray for and believe God for, while it is good, God is hearing our voice. But really, these are the energies that mature sons of God need to use and alter the environment for sons of God to arise. Not for us to be calling for money, pray for finances, you open business. The business is not doing well because by the time you pay NEPA bill, pay this bill, bribe this last man, bribe that local government agent, you are wondering, small businesses have been swept away. Salons, barren salons, hairdressers, small, small businesses can't survive. Industries can't survive because they have to power their own um, um, electricity. Praise God. Hallelujah. But we thank God that the people of faith, we have God's word. I used to be a bit selfish before to say that mm, Nigerian matter, economy doesn't concern me. I live by faith. I have learned to live by faith, but I realize being standing in this position meeting people, hearing their issues, I realize that not many children of God have learned to live by faith. Not many children of God know how to push this thing to break the grip of the enemy over their finances. And then we're living in an environment where there's so much witchcraft. And I think there's a lot of witchcraft abroad, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's practical. I was talking to a sister who lives in New York, and she was telling me about her neighbor, and this and this and this and this happened. And she was like, what? 
She's an Indian lady. She said she thought it was only in India that they have witchcraft. I said, India and Africa. <laughs> I said, no, my darling, they are here. They are here plenty, but their focus is different. <laughs> their focus is different. That's the only thing. They are everywhere. Praise God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. In fact, Harry Potter has made it an easy walkthrough. The generation of children that are being raised in the, in the West right now are all going to be sorcerers. I'm telling you, mark it. Yes. Harry Potter has made it an easy walkthrough. They go to bookstores. They go to, they just go to, the, there's a, an aisle for spiritual materials. And sometimes children just go there. Young people go there. They take those books. They read it. They are teaching them how to practice the art. Read tarot cards, all kinds of things. They are teaching them. And they are growing up with it. I think my son was on a, himself and Oge went to a store and they had a boy. He was with his mom and they were on that line. And the boy was picking up another book on occultism and witchcraft. And the mother said, keep this one. Go and finish practicing the one you have at home first before you come back for another one. So the reason this information is critical is that you that you are raising your children with religion, right? You are not filling them with power. Those are the children they are going to contend with in their age. They're just going to be sons of darkness on every side. Already they are inside the church. It has to take a high level of discernment for us to discern who is who right now as I'm speaking. Because some of them are pastors. Some of them are elders. Some of them are sitting in front row. Some of them have started church. Praise God. Hallelujah. And don't be shocked. Don't be surprised. Before I say baby Christian, I used to think, ah, plenty of prayer. They will not function. It's not true. It's not true. They even have, they, they take over the prayer meeting. They take over the prayer meeting. It's there in the book of Revelations. He says, I have something against you. He said, you've allowed that woman who calls herself a what? A prophetess to prophesy and to teach so they can teach. They can teach. They can teach. So you say, how will you escape them? Can I tell you the secret of escaping them? By you not giving yourself to witchcraft. You not allowing yourself to become a manipulator. That's your only escape. If you don't have a pure heart, if you're crafty, I'm not saying you fly at night too. I'm saying that you are crafty with people, in your dealings with people. If you have a church, if you have 5,000 members, I assure you, I assure you, 4,500 are from that camp. If God opens our eyes to see, we will run away. The only way you can escape that snare is that you yourself must have a pure heart towards God's people and in dealing with God's people. Otherwise, they will cover your eyes and then the mercy of God, if, even if you're that way, you can't see everybody. Because if you see everybody, you run away. You won't do ministry now. <laughs> ah, 
So God will show you the important ones that he said, this one, dodge this one. But there are other ones that he knows that, okay, just, Brother Sadu said that God shows them some and he said, just leave them there. I'll remove them my, by myself. No, I'm going to tell you, stay them, love them, do everything that you're doing, ignore them. I, God, will remove them by myself. Different levels. So. Praise God. But anyways, where was I going? He said, so because we live in the environment where KPI, for those who are working, KPI is not really measured by your performance. You know? Key performance indicators, right? Those are things they consider for promotion. But sometimes it can be measured by, by warfare. Can be measured by warfare. Who rises to where? Can be measured by warfare. There's a department that I know in one of the industries, strong industries in this country, where everybody dies in that department every single year. It doesn't escape it. It has never escaped it. Somebody dies in that unit every year. So there was a brother that was in that unit. I called him. I said, won't you people stop this thing? I said, I don't know believers here that can come together and judge this thing. In this, your unit. But you see, the believers there love this world also. They think that the, 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 the work is God. They don't understand their priesthood, so they can't officiate their priesthood in that office. So their altars are dead and cold. They are doing exactly what the unbelievers are doing. They are manipulating. They are talking. They too are stealing money. They too are doing secret contracts. So their altars are dead. So they can't bring forth the judgment of God in their environment. Praise God. Maybe this is what I should have. The message for the morning. Next session, next, next year's Kingdom Women. <laughs> we'll start from here. Because this is critical. This is critical. And more so now that the Lord, the, the Lord told me by prophetic understanding that he wants to raise financial pillars within the kingdom community. You cannot exercise that financial authority if you, have not, if you are not raised as a priest. You must understand the tokens of righteousness and the tokens of the priesthood and understand where to, how to apply them. Praise God. So in the new day, God is bringing us into as you labor in the word, this scripture, John 3, 3, 2, is one of the scriptures that should be fulfilled in your life and should be fulfilled in my life. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest what? Prosper and be in health even as your soul prospereth. So the secret to the prosperity of your, uh, the secret to your prosperity is the prosperity of your soul, which is what will bring you to your priesthood. Officiating your priesthood. If you don't understand your priesthood, if you don't understand the tokens of righteousness and the tokens of the wicked. Ah, yeah, we are online, right? So I can't say some things. We we'll switch off those who are online. 
You can't do that. Briefly. It's my personal life. These are issues, things I've learned in my... Things I've confronted, we have confronted. Somebody said, God, uh, God is not interested in your money. Why? Who told you? Why is Satan so much interested in it? If God is not interested in the money. I don't, I'm not teaching, is this prosperity message? It's not. It's not. Sir? The prosperity message is part of the problem. Is that what you're saying? What are you saying? Yes. It's the truth. Not balance. Truth. It's truth. Ability to narrow down on what the truth is. That is the issue. Not balance. When we talk balance too much, we take part of the world and take part of God and mix it together. You will read principles of the world. You will apply it. Seven habits of most successful men. You will apply it. You will even bring it and preach the gospel and preach to your people. That's not what I'm teaching. I'm teaching you raw spirit. I want you to receive raw spirit. Ability of the spirit to make you. At his will. Based on your assignment. Based on your assignment. But there is a general, general, you know, my husband calls it the commonwealth of what? Of Israel. The commonwealth of Israel is that none should be hungry, none should be poor in our midst. But Jesus knows it's not possible. So Jesus said, the poor you will always have with you. So it's only for those who have the grace to receive and the discipline to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now everything God puts in your hands, whether it's business, whether it's a job, if God, if you know God gave you a job, steward it. Steward it. If God gave you a business, steward that business. I will share this one with you. My husband opened a store for us when, you know, at the early part of our marriage. Not too early. I think my children were like maybe, Francis was maybe like five or six years old. So that's early, right? Yep. So he opened that store. He, he, he started his own store and it was doing well, doing well, doing well. So he wanted to take it to another level and he opened another one for me. And he wanted me to replicate what we were doing in the other store. And I said, no, I want to take it to a in a different direction. And he said, okay, fine. He gave me um, the liberty to do it. So we stocked up the store. Then, Christians then, I don't know who was in the Christian business then. If you remember Love Notes, Love Notes was the most beautiful Christian store in Nigeria. How do I know? When CBA, Christian Business Association, came from Houston, Christian Business Association is an association of Christian booksellers all over the world. Christian Booksellers Association, CBA, they're headquartered in America. So every year they, come, they were coming to Nigeria then. I don't know what the business is like right now because it was Christian business. So when they entered into our store, they screamed. They had never seen a store like that. In beauty, not in returns. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Very lovely place, you know. 
So he rubbed it, rubbed the, the place. So when we opened the store, we would just admire the pine wood, the everything, and when the shop is over, we will go home. No sales. I said, ah, ah, wait in be this. How come no sales? There was a little space right there between where we put CDs, tapes, and another book rack. I would just go and lie down there every day when I come to the store and I will pray there. When I'm tired of praying, I will sing. When I'm tired of singing, I will dance. I will say, display something, right? <laughs> I will pray, I will sing, I will dance. And then I will prophesy, I will prophesy, I will prophesy, I will prophesy, we will go home. I did that for months. One day, around 5 p.m., we normally close the shop by 6. One guy just walked into the store. And he said, Ah, madam, how are you? I said, fine. He said, how much is this? We told him, give me one carton. How much is this? We told him, say, give me one carton. How much is this? We told him, say, by the time he finished, that day, we used a carton to carry cash. You know then it was not a cashless society. It was a cash society. We used carton to carry the cash. God in heaven is my witness. When we were leaving the shop, Christy, my, my, you will all know, some of you know Christy. Christy used the carton, put on her head. She said, let's go. What happened? <laughs> that day, the neck of that adversary was broken. From that day onwards, they say that day was the turn. The tide turned. Something broke. You need to steward your business. Steward your job until something breaks. You have dominion. You have power. That's what it is for. What you do with the money when you get it is an entirely different thing. You see my money, my husband's money and our money, we use it for the kingdom of God though. Make no mistake about it. Say, I have a big house. Forget. We started touching money. Years before we got the house. Many years before we got the house. Somebody recently said something about, oh, uh, they have money, da-da-da-da. Our accountant then laughed and said, they don't have money now. You didn't meet them when they were making money. I'm telling you. So, there are some believers, small money in their pocket. Ah, yeah, yeah, they don't run crazy. They don't go mad. Everybody now, they are, what is happening? Small, small chicken change. Change that cannot last. Stand trial, one year trial. One year trial is that one year no business is working. And they're already collapsing. We have been without business for four years. Without a good job for four straight years. I'm online. So, no, what was the question? You answered the question. I asked the question and answered the question. Praise the Lord. So, truly, God wants you to prosper. 
that prosper, I don't mean become a millionaire. That's not what I mean. I mean, whatever it is your hand has been set to do, should do well. Isn't that what is in Proverbs? Isn't that what is in Deuteronomy 28 we read? The blessings of the covenant. So I want to ask you, do you pray those prayers daily? Are you able to pray the prayers of the covenant? You think it's an Old Testament prayer? Do you think it's Old Testament? Deuteronomy 28. How many people here think it's Old Testament? Old Testament prayer is not relevant. So part of our problem is that we, we fight with things that we're not meant to be fighting with. Right? The instruction is to fight the good fight of faith. So how do you fight the good fight of faith? Is that you take the word of God that has been delivered to you, written for you, and labor over it. God, this, your word says so. So you stand on that so that the word said and demand it over the work of your hands. Right? Now, if you do that long enough, you would have dreams. They will show you things. If someone is hindered, if something, let me take away the word someone, because people like to hinder themselves, right? When we had that shop, there was one woman every morning, she would walk into my store. Then I was spiritually ignorant. And she would walk around, she would look at all the shelves. When she has finished looking at all the shelves, she will go. The next day she will come. It was my brother that told me, she's calling your market too. She's coming to collect your market. One of our sisters that own a boutique, she owns a boutique in a mall where there are other boutiques. And one, her, her neighbor always comes to buy stuff from her. I said, any day she comes, don't allow her to just buy and go like that. After she has finished buying, I say, walk her out of your shop spiritually. Walk her out of your shop spiritually. The night my daughter was going to get married, some, a man, after we had finished the night before the wedding, after we had finished doing the decor and all the pain and headache that came from that decor, one guy walked into my house. Ah, let me come and see. Mrs. Isibo, wonderful. Da, 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 da. And he came and walked around. As he left, five minutes after he left, Rain started falling. I said, what? Where? I went to the, from where he stopped in my house. I took my feet there, right? I said, oh yeah, leave my house. Leave my house. Leave, leave, leave. Pushed him out. If you are not spiritually alert. There are other places where I've gotten it wrong. Oh. There are other places where I've not gotten it wrong. Missed it. Because I was asleep. You can be awake in these aspects of your life, but you are asleep in this other aspect. God wants to wake us up every way, on every aspect. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is there anybody that has a question? I want to keep my words. I want to close by three. Unfortunately, this was meant to have been part of the first session. I should have... <laughs> Yes, please, please. Let's make it more, a bit more practical. And before we begin to pray, now prophesy. I want to prophesy into the air and over us. Hallelujah. 
Please, can we get sound on this mic? Media. Yeah, this, okay, yeah. You know, when you were teaching before, I'm sure, um, yesterday I was discussing with my husband about running a ministry, and we were talking about, you said something about laws of, uh, you know, those laws of business that CEOs has. When you said it, you just threw me back to what we were discussing. There are some ministries in Nigeria that run as if on a grease, very oily, and is doing excellently well. So between myself and my husband, we're just talking about it. And my husband was trying to say, he doesn't want to run a ministry whereby it's running so oily, and then the Holy Spirit is left. It's working. I mean, the crowd is there, the people are there, it is moving, and it's doing so well. And I was trying to tell him that maybe it's not all bad if you are, you know, I don't know how to bring this question because it was so much in our hearts yesterday. And then when you mentioned it, I know it was the Holy Spirit. It's not just that. There are churches that prosper so well. Um, the, the man of God knows what to do, knows how to carry the people, knows the time, the timetable, the how to put everything in order. And so it's prospering. Okay, what about the Holy Ghost? Is it there? Yes. That's the Holy the, Ghost there? No, that's where the problem, that's what we're trying to. Okay. Okay, so when you see such things, people are often taken away. Okay, it's doing so well. It's doing so well. Where is God in it? So that's, I don't know whether it's a question, but it was. Okay. And, and Sister Neto wants to say something. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, so the typical example is in the book of Revelation when the Bible talks about the, the church in Laodicea. And they seem to be doing well. They were big. They said, we've grown big. We are rich. And, but Jesus said, poor. you're poor. I'm you're naked. wretched. You're naked. You're blind. Yes. So an appearance of what seems to be doing well does not necessarily mean doing well. I mean, if we, if we look compared to what the Bible says, so we need the Holy Spirit. Yes. You, you cannot exchange. You cannot exchange three people under you with the authority of the Spirit of God over your ministry to 1,000 people without the Holy Ghost. If you are a minister here, please put that before you as a focus. Do you understand? Because when the scriptures, when Jesus said, Jesus said, he said that the road that leads to life is narrow. He said, few they be that find it. Few. Yes. Yes. Okay. I said you cannot exchange ministry, having a ministry, right? And only three people are there. But the Holy Ghost is sitting as the Lord of that ministry. And you are building those people after Christ. Right? You can't exchange it for a ministry of 1,000 people without the Spirit. You can't. You will come under condemnation. You might even go to hell for that. As a preacher. Because you have led the people away from their God. You have led them away from their God. You have raped them. The Bible, all those things that, you know, those things that they do to people, believers, that hinders them from seeing Jesus and becoming like Jesus, the Bible records it to as um, 
um, by, in, is it metaphoric now? Likens it to rape, likens it to beating. If you read the parable, if you read the, pro, the parable of the kingdom of God, right? Likens it to rape, likens it to beating, likens it to molestation, likens it to fornication. He said that master, that that uh, the one that uh, one of the servants, when he saw that his lord was 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 not coming, what did he do to his uh, his um, began to beat them? Do they beat them in the churches? No, it's the this world that they are throwing on the people that is the beating. They are turning the people into different. I, I, I saw in a vision, God gave me a vision, and I saw a ministry. And in that ministry, the, that was years ago. It's possible they've repented now. So I'm just sharing what I saw like 15 years ago or 18 years ago, right? And the, the, the creature of that ministry was a mixture of goat and man. The head was the head of a goat. The human being was on all fours. He had a tail, and it was... Running. My husband opened something on YouTube and there was some cartoon caricature stuff they did with a police guy and the, the thing they did, they had one tail, right? And the guy had one kind of funny head and he was on all fours. I laughed. I said, I saw this in a dream. I saw this in a vision. And God told me, this is the product of this ministry. This is what the child looks like in the spirit. So instead of raising sons of God, what you are raising for God, you know what God represents in the spirit? is Satan. You have, you have, you have done a crossbreeding, human beings and Satan. Instead of putting the seed of God inside them so that they can look like Jesus, you put the seed of Satan. Now they are looking like goats. Praise God. So please, go and read Ezekiel chapter 44. Because of time, I don't want to go there. In Ezekiel 44, it distinguishes for you two types of priesthood. The priesthood of Zadok and the priesthood of Abiathar. The priesthood of Zadok, the priests after Zadok, God said they are the only ones that can come to him. They are the only ones that can minister to him. They're the only ones that can look at his face. He said, but the priesthood of Abiata, he said, I, God, will give them. Let them go and be ministering to the people. They should stay in the outer courts. Do you know what the outer courts represents? It's the city of Gentiles. In the book of Revelations, when they measured the house of God, the tabernacle of God, they clearly declared, they said, leave the outer court for the Gentiles. They will trod it down. So these are believers who are called Gentiles. They will not inhabit God in eternity. Because the house of God is made up, made up of those in the second uh, court and the most holy place. That's all. They didn't consider the outer court. When they were taking the measurements for the temple of God in the book of Revelations. When Paul referred to the temple of God in the book of Hebrews chapter 9. He said two. He mentioned only two. He left off the outer court. Is anybody confused? Do you understand what I'm saying? You should understand what I'm saying. You've been here for a while. Praise God. Hallelujah. So as a minister, fortify yourself. This is what I will counsel as a minister. Find wonderful. Your husband is a businessman. You, you're a business. You are making money. Good for you. So once you are getting money, Satan will not use that to tempt you. So it's good. Right? 
Because part of the things that is causing the problem in the church is that they need to generate offering. They need to generate offering. So they hype up the people and tell them lies and tell them make promises of freedom. Meanwhile, they make the people slaves of this world. So more people can come. More people can come. More people can come. When they hear those things. You tell them how to buy houses, how to build good lands, how to buy the latest car. I won't tell you those things. As the gospel. No, I can counsel you. A believer can need counsel in that area. But if I teach you Christ and teach you well, you receive it well, it might take you a while. It might take you a while because training, no tree becomes a tree in two years. It's only shrubs. And those shrubs, you can easily just pull them off the ground and throw them away. Go and pull down a mango tree that has been standing for 30 years. It takes a while before the mango tree begins to bear fruit. It will take a while. During your time of raising, be patient. When fruit bearing comes, it will just come. It will just come. So the most important thing every believer needs to wake up to is the officiating of their priesthood. When I am in a place, why am I there? What am I supposed to be doing there? What is the kingdom assignment that God has given me for that place? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Any other question or contribution? You have something to say, Sister Helen? Yes, give her the mic. Where is the mic? I want to pray. Okay. Um, I think we should just include this in our prayers. Okay. Um, and there are one way. Praying for Nigeria. The Lord kept on, you know, he brought this word to my heart. So. You know, you mentioned something about the atmosphere that what they have done over Nigeria is not just what we're seeing, you know. It, it started from what they did in the at atmosphere. <clears throat> and then so he began to talk to me about Daniel. That the Bible says that Daniel has had the spirit of dissolving doubts. That in the year 2023, what we are going to contend with, they have already started, is to cast doubts into the hearts of even believers. Mm. You know, you know this is what I'm supposed to do, but you have doubts. Mm. And that we should speak the spirit mm. that is able to dissolve doubts mm. into the atmosphere mm. so that when they start, mm. it will not yield any fruit. Amen. Praise the Lord. And praise God. That's the spirit of faith. Amen. That's the spirit of faith. Praise God. And those, that's one of the things the Lord clothed us with during the conference. I don't know those of you that were here that day. There was a release of the spirit of faith in the atmosphere. The spirit of faith will dispel and judge the spirit of discouragement. It will judge discouragement. It will judge discouragement. Okay? Because one of Satan's assignments, who was saying that today? That's uh, Shile, right? One of Satan's assignments is to weary the saints. To weary the saints means to wear you out. Pose so much resistance in your cause that you get tired. 
And we don't lose until we give up. Right? We don't lose until we give up. So long as you haven't given up in your spirit, man, you are a winner. But the day you give up, that day you lose. So what Satan wants to do is that he wants to use your authority to execute his assignment. Because he doesn't have authority over you. We just don't realize that. We haven't learned that. Satan does not have authority over you. Darkness does not have authority over us. What has authority over us is righteousness. Now, but because we have not learned these things from our youth, permit me to say that, the, things, the wrong things we have learned have formed strongholds in our minds. And that's like the, the earth that the Philistines used to fill the wells of Abraham meant for his children. Their inheritance filled with dust. So they can't, they, they try to fetch water from the well, they can't fetch. There's unbelief, there's doubt, there's fear. Fear of the giants, fear of your boss who hates you. Fear of your neighbor who is burning candle and incense every day. Where is your own candle? Where is your own candle? You're supposed to have a candle. Where's your own candle? Where is your own where is your own candle? Because if you burn your candle ferociously, if you burn it ferociously, they will relocate. Look, I've relocated. <laughs> I know I have strength again, you know. After a while, David became old. When he went to battle, they told him, go home and go and rest before they kill you in this battle. I'm begging God, please don't allow me to get there because some of the things I'm seeing is almost as if I'm there. And I'm watching, is this you? Wake up now. What is the problem? Look, there's a, where we were living before, my husband traveled. Okay? Our, this business that we built began to go down. And as it began to go down, after a while, he fell so badly. So I started praying. Seeking God, trying to find out how I was praying. It was a serious network. We were, the house where we were living, we were living in the middle of a cult community. This is how it's like Israel, right? Surrounded by enemies. So this is our house. There's a road in front of the house. There's another road on this side. There's a road on this side. This is the community center, open place. And I'm sure in that place they offer all kinds of sacrifices and they do all kinds of things there. And then there's another road, another road like this. Everyone in this line of occupation, I'm telling you, is involved. I didn't know, but I began to pray and seek God. I was started seeking God. You see how we came into this truth? Because of problems. Because we're in a problem. Now, it was while I was seeking God that I met God to solve the problem. I left the problem and started seeking the kingdom. It was there I saw the kingdom. God began to show me things. I began to see what was happening where I was living. The activities around. There was a particular neighbor I had that used to throw poopoo into my compound. Why would you throw poopoo into the compound of someone you don't know? So I had this house girl, house girl, every morning she would get, when she would come out, she, when she washed and hung the children's clothes or hung our things, she would see poo-poo on the wall, she would see poo-poo. She never told me. 
I also didn't know that she was part of the deal. Now, one day, it was too much. The people was not too much. She couldn't keep quiet. She came and called me. She said, ha, auntie, come and see you. I said, see what? She said, come and see. When I went outside, Jesus, what I saw. I said, what? That day, I became mad. I went crazy. I prayed outside. You say, go into your secret. Go into your closet and go and pray. I didn't pray in my closet. I didn't pray closet. I didn't pray in my closet at all. I came outside. I was shouting. I was screaming. All of them were reacting. Paka, paka. They would come and shut their door. Paka. Those behind me. All of them were. I prayed till 2 a.m. outside. The next morning, I came out. I said, all those dresses that those people touched, I said, gather all of them. I said, take money, go and buy me kerosene. She went and bought kerosene. I went outside. I said, they're praying again. I prayed, 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 prayed. God answers. Oh. See, God of Elijah. Answer by fire. He did answer. That he not, he's not answering that we have not called him. There's a way you will call him to answer. The way you were calling your answer. I put kerosene on that, that, that thing. I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I set fire on this thing, who threw this thing into my compound? I set fire on you. I set fire on your husband. I set fire on your children. I set fire on your home. I set fire on your business. I set fire on you. I finished it. I entered my house. I sat on nesting on my gate. Pa, 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 pa. I said, who is that? He said, madam, I want to see you. <laughs> she packed out of her father's house. Herself upstairs, her sister downstairs, two of them moved out. When they took the Ark of the Covenant into the temple of Dagon, not into the, or not, not into the tabernacle, they carried the Ark and put it inside the temple of Dagon. Who bowed? Is it Dagon or Dagon? Whatever it is. False God. Yeah, yeah, God. He bowed. The next day, they stood it up. The next day, what happened? God broke the storms. Dismembered it. We must not allow Satan cheat us. This one is not, God help me. God, he will not help. He will just be looking at you. He'll just be looking at you. And nobody to help me. He has given you every help. That you, what else you want to do? The man that killed himself, went to the cross, shed his blood, went to hell. What else does he want? What else? What else? He says, marry my word. Make my word your companion. Spend time in my secret place. That's all. And then pay attention to what I'm saying. My son, at, pay attention to my words. Incline your ears unto my saying. He said, there shall be life to those who was. Also, if I'm in trouble today, I don't blame God. Though. I just ask God, what did, where did I miss it? Where am I not getting it right? Or where do you want me to go? Or what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? 
That's it. Sometimes we have to get violent in the spirit. It's not every prayer that is meditation. Eh? Meditation is you and God. Eh? But when you face the enemy, an enemy know the year meditation. No. Enemy not fire. Enemy is a dog. Enemy is a dog. You don't talk that. And you stay there consistently. Consistently. Don't tell me they won't shift. They will shift. They will shift. The only issue is don't get tired. That's my issue. That's what that, those are believers I want to help to raise. Believers that cannot get tired. That cannot be weakened by the adversaries. Even if they fall seven times, they will rise up again. They will rise up again. Yes, please ask. Is there a place for God testing you? Oh, yes. 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 There's a place of Paul said in the scriptures. He said, I know how to abound. I am instructed. Not I know. We misread that scripture. We say he's, we, he knows. He doesn't know. Nobody likes to abase. Did you hear what I said? Nobody likes. If you have children, you like to abase, right? If you enter the kitchen, there's no food. Mommy, what are we eating today? There's nothing, my child. Is that what you like as a mother? What breaks women's hearts is their children. Food to give them, money to pay their school fees, and pay house rent to put them in a comfortable home. Causes problem in marriages. Because a woman can't be it. But you see, in the training of God, the, the truth of the matter is that as, when we got born again, assuming we learned the rudiments of God's word, line upon line, precept upon precept, we will be going in the way that we ought to go. Because there's a way a righteous man ought to go. Do you understand? There's a way a righteous man. You will see your children. Some of these troubles you suffer, they will not suffer it. They should not suffer it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Why? Because you have the wisdom your parents did not have. You have access to the information they did not have. You know to pray the prayers they didn't know how to pray. Some of our parents had good intentions, but they were in darkness. They had no light. And ignorance is not a respecter of anything. So when you are following God, there are mistakes. You, you, you know why we got into financial problem? Myself and my husband had business that was growing. You know part of the reason? We borrowed money. We were not supposed to borrow. God didn't say go and borrow. Now does God sometimes say go and borrow? Yes, he does. Elisha told the woman, go to your neighbors, borrow many vessels, bring, come, pour the oil you have into one of them. When you sell it, you give them back their pots. Or whatever. Give them back their vessels. Do you understand? So there is a time that you can be instructed. But God did not ask us to borrow. God wanted us to trust him. There was a training. Everybody's path is different. So there is a training. God wanted to train us. That we were not 
we did not know that's the right word because we are not naturally rebellious, spiritually rebellious. But when you don't grow in the measures that you, has been allocated for you to grow, when it is time for you to take a certain correct decision, you would take a wrong one because the strength that the wisdom you're supposed to have built by knowledge of God, by interaction with God, you didn't acquire it. So you will make a mistake there. So when you make a mistake, you will wake up. If you truly, truly have an appointment with God, the mistakes you make in life should not drive you into darkness. It should drive you closer to God. Because mistakes are part of training. So you learn from it because the journey ahead of you is still far. And even if your journey, if you're coming close to the end of your journey, you have others who are coming behind you that need to learn. You don't have to fail where I failed if you can pay attention to the wisdom I gathered. Praise the Lord. I want us to pray. Can we pray? We have enough meat to pray. Hallelujah. So I want us to, I want you to, you've heard what I said, right? I want you to take it to God tangibly. Me that don't have work, work will come. <laughs> Praise God. Anybody that doesn't have work, work will come. Praise the Lord. Because there are promises made to the righteous man. say something. In the days of your trial, even if you enter that trial season because of your mistakes, do you know God will tell you how long it will last? Do you know? Okay, you don't know. I'm telling you. He will tell you, this will go on for this number of months or this number of years. If you check the life of the children of Israel, he told Abraham ahead of time, your children will be slaves for what? 400 years. When it was time for famine, he told them there will be famine for how long? Seven years. When it was time to enter into captivity, he told them you will be in captivity for how long? 70 years, he will tell you. Why would he tell you? Yes, so ask, yes. And I'm like, why will they actually go through 400 years of slavery? Why? I know they sinned and all that. I'm, I'm wondering... It's not because of their sin. It's their training ground. Okay, it's that's what I'm asking. The, yes, okay. Nettle wants to say something. He said, God said that the cup... Hmm. That's it. The cup of the Amalekites, Amorites, yes. the Amorites was not yet full. Mm -hmm. So there was a grace period given to them. Mm -hmm. And Israel was to render the judgments of God on mm -hmm. those people. Mm -hmm. So it took a period of 400 years. Mm -hmm. That's part of the answer. That's, that's the answer. It's because what will judge the Amorites is not a person, it's a nation. And it was going to take 400 years for God to raise the critical mass of the kind of nation that can judge them. Do you understand? It would take that 400 years to build up the 600 and, 600 and something thousand men 
that left Egypt, the army, the Bible called them the army of the Lord. So that 400 years was a season for raising the army of the Lord. By the time they were leaving Egypt, they had been raised as an army. Praise God. And even though they suffered in Egypt, the day they were going, they were paid for every sweat that they shed in that Egypt for the 400 years. Because they collapsed the economy of Egypt. When they left Egypt, Egypt became poor. I'm not joking. They collapsed the economy of Egypt. They plundered Egypt. They destroyed their gods. They killed their firstborns. So that's what I'm saying is that we must understand the timings of our lives and the seasons of our lives. The days of our captivity, the days of our slavery, and the days which those times of darkness ought to end. Even if we made mistakes to get in there. Because it was Israel that sinned before they entered into captivity, before they went to Babylon. It was because of their sin, right? And God said, okay, you're going into captivity, but it will be for 70 years. Now, the reason they have to tell you the time it will take is because the one that will come to afflict you will not want to let you go. So, if you don't know the time, you can stay there for 1,000 years and say, God put me in this mess. So, when Daniel remembered... When Daniel remembered, 70 years, the time has come. Lord, it's time. Let's pray. I'm going to ask the Lord to release over us wisdom. Wisdom. Wisdom to seek him. Thank you, Jesus. Wisdom to prosper. I've taught that scripture now. You understand what I mean by prosper. Father, I release upon us, us, wisdom to prosper. Thank you, Jesus. Zobaze kataka papaye keri negeborozota. Jebazon darande zaganta guzagibori negebobozota. Jegadoka baba baba si kapata kababa baba zota. Jebrono gobozi gende geze geze gebobozeta yaba. Ajubranda gada gababa zuta kende kerege bobozotia. Mazeka zonda riga buzon derege dega babazita ya baba. Ejuba zanderege bozoto tete tatabaya. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the ministry of the angels, oh God. That have your power and authority on the earth to open doors and open gates. In the name of Jesus. And to shut doors. And to shut gates in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that these angels be released right now. Over your people. Over your people. Over your people in the name of Jesus.
And I pray this morning, this afternoon, that anyone, everyone hearing me that has completed the time, the cycle or the cycle of their time of hardship, of challenge, of trial, of tribulation, in the name of Jesus, let there be deliverance. In the name of Jesus. Let there be an end in the name of Jesus. Let there be an end in the name of Jesus. Let there be an end in the name of Jesus. Masokotaya lagabashan. By the blood of the new and everlasting covenant. By the speakings of the blood of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I call for judgment. Against every form of oppression, enchantment, divinations. Against your people. In the name of Jesus. Masoka Tanderika Tayalababashande. A commander season that God did open into your life to close right now, to end right now. In the name of Jesus, I command that door God did open to close right now. To shout right now. In the name of Jesus. I command the door that God opened for you to stay open, to open. And every adversary, every adversary at the door receive judgment by fire. In the name of Jesus, receive judgment by fire. In the name of Jesus. Masakataya lagabaragababa. Reke posekataya nagabasa. Rega bosekende rege bozita. Rega dagata gabaziza bozonde rege bozata. Masokote yalaga baba baba basika patayala baba. Riga dagababa shakande rege bozota yala baba. Father, ask for wisdom. Ask for wisdom. As for wisdom, what to do, what to do, what to do, what to do, what to do. Father, what to do, Father, what to do. Let the season of confusion come to an end. What to do, precision, what to do, 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 what to do. Let it come. In the name of Jesus. I declare over you today in the name of Jesus 
that God will cause your enemies that have risen against you to be smitten before your face. 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 In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we bless you. Father, we glorify you. I want you to lift up your two hands and just thank the Lord. Rejoice. 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 Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Child of God, learn to make declarations. Learn to make declarations. Learn to make declarations daily. Declare those things that have been written concerning you. If you don't know what to declare, go to the scriptures, open it. Read the scriptures, then declare it over yourself. Read the scriptures, declare it over yourself and be diligent at it. Don't do it today and tomorrow you won't do it. You won't get results. Be consistent. If it is possible, take a particular time and locate a particular time in the day that you meet with God making those declarations. Don't pray, play with your spirituality. Satan is not joking. You two should not joke. And I'm talking to myself. I think I've been joking these days. Thank you, Father. Thank you for filling us with your wisdom. Thank you for filling us with your grace. Thank you for filling us with your goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We call for the power to rest upon us. Jesus called for money. The voice, his voice commanded, cost gold coin to appear in the belly of the fish. Jesus prayed over five loaves of bread and two fish. The power multiplied five loaves and two fish to multiple baskets to feed 5,000. Father, we thank you for your power. Now that is the power of the age to come. And that is what the man who will live in this next age, that is who he will become. Take my word for it. That's the training of the spirit. That's where we're going. Thank you, Father. So you won't be afraid of the system of this world. Because very soon the system of this world are going to give you conditions that you cannot meet. Or if you have to meet them, you would have sold part of your soul to the devil without knowing. You would have gone into covenants with Satan. So I must not be afraid of what I will eat, what I will drink. Because there is power in my hands. I have power. So it's a training now to acquire that power. Let's start practicing it. Don't wait till then. If you wait till then, you will enter bankruptcy. You will backslide. Trust me, you will backslide. Because men's heart will fail them for the reason of the things that will come upon the earth. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that that day of the Lord shall not come except their first be what? A great falling away. Why would they fall away? Their hearts are overwhelmed. 
They didn't gather light when they were supposed to gather light. And they couldn't even discern between the way of the Lord and the way of darkness. They will use scriptures to support what they are doing, but they have fallen out. When the trumpet sounds, they won't be there. They won't meet up with the first resurrection. Say not me. Say not me. Say not me. I will walk while there is still day. For the night cometh when no man can walk. I will walk while there is still day. I will walk while there is still day. I will labor in the spirit. I won't labor like a fool. I will labor like the wise. Thank you, Father. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Father. This has been awesome. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you so much for sitting till now. God bless you. Hallelujah. I want to make a request. Those online, please listen before you leave. Now, this is my understanding of what is happening in Nigeria. Is that the critical part, the big, what is happening right now is the beginning of our freedom. I hope you know it's not yet freedom. It is the beginning. It is this that will birth the real freedom. And I am seeing as this is happening, I'm also seeing the revival that God promised the thief man erupting at the same time. The beginning of that one too is going on right now. And it is spreading faster than us. You know, the Bible says, it says the reapers will overtake. How does the scripture say it again? Who knows that scripture? Francis, that scripture, the reapers will overtake the what? Huh? Will overtake the reapers, right? Which one is it? However, anyway. Okay. Okay. So that is what is happening. Okay. The, the, the men out there are fewer than the demand for men. Men of light, men of truth. That's what is happening. And the places where the fire is breaking out, there are much more. There's a lot of cry. Come, 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 come. And then there's a need for money. So even if we have willing men right now, there's need for money to go, 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 go. Praise God. So I want to make a request. I'm going to send out forms requesting you to make a monthly commitment. I don't want, I'm not asking for one of one million. Monthly, if you have one of one million, bring. Some of us have been doing that. Without that, the work won't even take off at all at all. It won't go anywhere. That's the truth. Praise God. But I want monthly commitment. So we say every month, from all of God's children that have decided to birth. Let me tell you the truth. This is the real right. This is the fulfillment of the prophecy, the revival. I hope you know. Because righteousness, for Nigerians to be known for righteousness, if I want to interpret righteousness in the context of the scripture, it means that Nigerians will be known as believers. That's what righteousness means. Except he didn't interpret what he heard well, which is possible. 
Maybe Nigerian will be known for good works. Because there are two different things. An unbeliever can have good works. And it's okay. You will live in a decent environment. But he can be depraved inside. Hmm? He can be sexually perverse. He can be a woman sleeping with a woman. But when you give him government money, she retires everything. But when she goes home, she sleeps with a woman. She says she's a, a man. Are you laughing? That's what is happening in the Western world. Even in Nigeria. That's happening. So if that, is the, if that is the system, if that is the world we're looking for, then we have not seen what God is looking for yet. I want us to pierce through what we're seeing now into further. Now there is a beginning of something. Praise God. Hallelujah. So this is the real deal. This is where we are headed. This is what we must birth. So I'm pleased. We are going to send out forms. We want to document it. Every month, you will give, send us 5,000, 1,000, 500, 5,000, 10, 50, 100, as much as the Lord has blessed you with and as much as he lays in your heart. Commit to something. And I would also like to tell you something. There is no, there's no prosperity without giving up. Eh? There's no prosperity without, if you're not a giver, if you give sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you give bountifully, you will reap. In the days when we, ha when we had those shops, my husband used to make those monies, right? We used to call him Mr. Nylon Bag. Because the girl will finish the sales. When the sales uh, managers will finish, they will put the money inside the nylon bags and they will wrap it. It will be this thick. He will put it in his pocket. As he's coming home, he's distributing it. I gave him a... He said, I should manage the shops. I said, okay. Manage the books. I said, okay. I, so I gave him a financial plan based on what I had read then. When you make money, divide it into three. One-third savings, one-third back in business, one-third... We didn't keep any of them. He broke all. I don't say be a giver like him. Or. I didn't say go and do what Brother Francis did. I'm just giving you an example. A pattern for you to follow. What I'm just saying is I have a liberal heart. And then when you see kingdom, when you see where God is moving, put your money there. I beg you, put your money there. It's an investment. It's an investment. You, if you, can't, you can't invest in souls and lose. You cannot invest in souls and lose. No matter what it likes, let him do. Your day of reward is coming. It does take a while for seeds to germinate. Don't, don't, don't wear a long face. It's coming. Yes, it's coming. Praise God. So please, when the form comes out, please, I beg you, right? Please. Hallelujah. And it's not, I'm not telling you so $10 and get $100. I don't believe, I'm not in that school. Oh. I'm not, I'm not there. Oh. 100 fold return. Father, I planted 1,000 last month. Where is my 100,000? That's not what I'm saying. Oh. Bible says give in the morning, give in the evening. He said for you do not know when, which one. And do not be weary in well doing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to pray for this, my beautiful sister. This woman is a faithful wife of one of the most trusted men of God we have in this place. 
and I've admired her so much. She turned 50, right? Does she look 50? <laughs> so beautiful. So natural, beautiful. No makeup, not like me. I have to use foundation to cover, cover, cover. Praise God. She turned 50, and when she turned 50, she didn't celebrate it. She didn't do anything at all, at all. I just saw the picture on her husband's DP or her DP. I said, uh-uh, you turned 50. You didn't do anything. What did you do? You didn't what did you do that you didn't invite me? <laughs> she said she didn't do anything. So I promised her that the next time we gather, we will celebrate her. Praise God. So I just want us to stretch out our hands and bless this woman. She's a strong pillar in her husband's house. Strong, and I know what I'm saying. She's a faithful wife. She has stood by her husband. I want you to bless her. I want you to bless her in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask you to bless her. Bless her in the name of Jesus. We pronounce your blessing upon her. Overwhelm her with your goodness, Father. Overwhelm her with your goodness, Father. Father, reward her faithfulness. Reward her nature. Reward her peaceful, peaceful heart. In the name of Jesus. Father, bless her. In the name of Jesus. I call your children blessed. I call your children blessed. They will not be lost. They will not be lost. They will not be lost. They will not be lost in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will labor little and you will reap much. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we pray that if there's anything left in her course that she has not discovered, Holy Spirit, help her discover it. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. as she enters into Jubilee, May every debt be cancelled in the name of Jesus. May the mouth of every enemy be closed forever in the name of Jesus. May the glory of God be your reward, be your covering. May joy fill your heart in the name of Jesus. Amen. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Eloha, please, can you ask Joy for where her cake is? She has gone. Where is the cake? Call her. Where is the cake? Maybe it's in the... Is it... Is it... Okay. In the bakery, wherever. All right. So, please, we would celebrate her. I don't want to hold down those who have to run, but let's share the grace. Oh, my God. Communion. Please, before you go, just on your way out, if you're going, but take it... You know, there's a manner with which we take communion, right? Honorably, respectfully. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is the covenant that will sustain us in the days that are ahead of us, O oh God. That, Father, by the power of this covenant, we became partakers of the promises that you made to Abraham. Father, by the power of this covenant, O oh God, you hear us when we call. You hear us when we call because we come by the blood of Jesus. This is the blood that washed us, sanctified us, healed our bodies, and has judged the adversary over us, Father. We thank you, Father. As we eat your flesh and drink your blood this afternoon, 
Lord, we provoke the power of this covenant. The power of this covenant to heal every sick body. The power of this covenant to break every yoke. The power of this covenant to prolong life in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. As we eat, Lord, we eat you. We eat your flesh. We drink your blood. We receive your life in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's share the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Quickly, I just remember the prophetic word someone gave us to pray for my mom. I think my mom is upstairs. Is she upstairs? So please just stretch your hands towards her. I want you to declare that she will not be cut short. She will not die before her time. In the name of Jesus, that everything and anything, anyone that has risen against her, for her sake, it shall fall. That the Lord will cause, cause her enemies that have risen against her to be smitten before her face. That the number of her days will be fulfilled. That length of days will be added to her. In the name of Jesus, that sickness and disease will not rule over her body. Even in this old age. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We surround her with peace. We surround her with well-being. We surround her with wholeness. In the name of Jesus. Father, grant her grace to live the rest of her life in righteousness, in true holiness, and in the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Let's share the grace of God in fellowship. Have we shared the grace? We've shared the grace. All right. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming. Hallelujah. Please wait behind sisters, brothers, those that can wait. Where's your husband, sir? So that we can... Um, and then there is food. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's me again, Chinere. I'm inviting you to join me for a night and a day of incense, of prayer, of of equipping with the word and interaction, joy, hallelujah, in the presence of the Holy Spirit. On the 2nd of October, it is a long weekend um, we'll be having because of a public holiday that will be on Monday. So on the 2nd of October, which is a Sunday night, we would have a Zoom prayer meeting for ourselves and our nation, our nation, um, is at a critical stage right now and your destiny is is important also being that you are here so two things we're going to be um, burning incense for our nation and our destiny and then the next day is monday would be our usual day conference of the kingdom praying women of course there'll be more prayers interaction Hallelujah. We'll look into the word. We'll build up ourselves. We'll ask questions. We've been dealing with issues that have to do with health, issues that have to do with family, 
issues that have to do with finances we are going to trust the lord to give us a blueprint navigate the day for us in a manner that whoever comes would be blessed will live with light hallelujah let not the oppressed return ashamed hallelujah direction will be provided healing for the body healing for the soul for the emotions very important at this time direction for life praise god so i look forward to seeing you sunday night meeting is is a zoom meeting is an online meeting online prayer meeting please look out for the links on our platforms and then monday is a live interactive meeting at the cave the last two meetings have been awesome don't miss it i look forward to seeing you on monday